0: Welcome to Fire Team Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you for joining us, guys. Quick shout out to all of the places you can watch the show. You can watch it on our app for IGN on mobile. Uh, we have Android apps also. We got apps all over the place. Yes, PS4, um,
1: Xbox One. Yeah. But just a reminder, like uh, the experience is better. Uh, we're just reminding you install the app, please. Okay. Yeah. yeah, thanks guys. Uh, let's get into the
0: topics we're gonna be talking about today. So over on reddit people are like man People have been really negative in the chat for the the ride-along and everything So we're gonna talk about some uh, positive things about destiny We're gonna talk about how it became a smashing success because I don't think anybody could argue that it was a failure from a sales standpoint at least and the, There's a huge fan base. behind It was it. a failure
1: from a sa- sales standpoint. No, nope, it was not uh, I was like what yeah, nobody, 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 nobody can make
2: that argument. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah,
0: uh, we're gonna talk about our favorite it's memories with the game and we're gonna talk about how the divisions coming out next week and how we think it'll impact the destiny community so let's start destiny it launched reviews were kind of eh but it has clearly gone on to be a success with the community yeah I
1: mean what reviews were not bad though they so, were like they eight, ranged eight from on six average. five to like nines yeah they did um, ex- expectation wise Bungie normally doesn't make a nine Point 0. zero or lower type game in yeah. general. You mm-hmm. know that's your expectation.
0: People expected like a ten. We
1: got like an eight. Uh, people expected it- <laughs> the Star Wars of you know Star Wars plus Halo plus mm-hmm. there was so much hype and delays, so to speak. Like yeah. it had been in the making for a long time. So
0: well, let's not focus on on the negative. Let's no. talk about
1: how did it.
0: Yeah, how did this game manage to get its hook in so many people and become
1: this huge success that it is today? Like modeling it after gambling. Right. Mm-hmm. The psychological think... grind to earn mm-hmm. and roll the dice uh, legitimately, that's a piece of it. Mm-hmm. But any game can do that. So I mean, I was in half seriousness. A big part of it is the psychological nature of it. We know you know, they've worked with people on how to do that really well. Yep. All those yeah. RNG games do. it's it's mathematics. it's uh, it's Pavlovian, mm-hmm. even, right? Mm-hmm. You, you hear that bell, you keep wanting to come back and do that again. But at the core of it, I mean, solid, gameplay at the core, meaning yes. the mechanics. That's my feeling. And they and what they really did was they combined it all with the co-op elements. And yeah. all of that was something that nothing had quite looked that sharp in the first-person shooter mm-hmm. world, felt quite that crisp. They always make great shooters, you know, love or hate some of the issues with lag or whatever. So it really, it did something totally unique. I mean, mm-hmm. and then the raids. Um, again, in a first-person shooter, and never been done before, so... For me, that, that's why. Like, they did things that hadn't been done before mm-hmm. uh, all in one place.
0: The raid was something really special when that launched. You were able to hop in with your buddies, go play the, the Vault of Glass together, and then that's where the, the real hooks of the, the gambling element came in because that was your only way to get to level 30. Yeah. So you would keep coming back, not only for the amazing gear that you got in the raid. You got really good yeah. weapons and armor. Um, but also you had a chance at some of the best exotics and it was a really fun challenging experience to do with your friends
1: yeah I that's what I mean I'd never had like you know six people out you know that I was coordinating this timepiece with um, it's kind of a pun with the Volta glass stuff just I get sort it. Of a good good one <laughs> uh, but anyway like it, it I just hadn't done that before mm-hmm. um, and so yeah it was just awesome
0: Finnegan you have <clears> like <throat> 300 days in world of Warcraft or something yeah. something yeah. insane yeah yeah um, What do you think?
2: So I think what Destiny did really well is what Diablo did really well, which is like it's that constant wanting to improve your character and mining your builds and efficiency for what you're doing, right? Like that is such an addictive thing to do in gaming and it's such an awesome mechanic to build into your game alongside the quest to kind of like you know work work out uh, the problems and the raids and all of the sort of PvE and PvP elements with your friends like that's something that made Diablo super cool was like you play the same five acts or however many over and over again and sure they're randomly generated so they're never quite the same but it's not it's not about what you're playing it's how you're playing it right mm-hmm. and getting all of those like those minor improvements like that RPG element hadn't ever been done with a shooter before. So to combine that sort of mentality and approach in an RPG with a really great mechanically... Uh, built first person shooter was something that, like Fran said, we hadn't really seen that yeah. before. Yeah, not to that
1: level because we should mention Borderlands, obviously. You know, no, but and, you
2: see, like, yeah. I, I'm considering yeah. Borderlands. Like, I played Borderlands and Borderlands 2, and I like those games a lot. I think they're really, really good, but in my mind, there's one clear winner that plays better, and it's Destiny. Like, yeah, and that's
1: what I mean. <laughs> Combine that polish. That, I mean, Bungie. Everybody making. made that comparison. Yeah. Also. yeah, like,
2: I mean, Borderlands, like, it has a very unique look to it, and yeah. uh, great it's game. great storytelling. The great writing characters is phenomenal. On yeah, it's very funny very good but like mechanically that game to me does not feel as polished or as finely tuned as destiny and Mm -hmm. i don't know anyone really out there who would make the argument otherwise right like in terms of its shooting mechanics everything about destiny feels good the guns the grenades the movement and i don't feel like comparatively while borderlands is good it just feels a little lethargic and a little clunky yep to compared to Destiny, that's not to say it's not a competent great shooter games. on its own. It's yeah, a, it's a different product. Games. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we
1: rated it better for all those reasons. Like what Borderlands and Borderlands Land Two is
2: rated very highly. Yeah, actually.
1: what they were Higher trying to do, yeah, yeah. combining <laughs> the story with admittedly a different type of you know shooting gameplay, like um, and no raids and all that, right? Like is different, but. Also, at the same time, you know, we won't go into the negative, but Destiny did things at that time when it launched where it was like, oh my gosh, I got to do all this stuff just to get to the fun part. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a big mistake. Um, So meaning, let's not forget Borderlands is great, but mechanically, and that's why I use that word a lot, man, they do great things in Oh yeah, the gameplay has been really
2: good since the very beginning, but I mean, built like it's part of the commercial success, part of its smashing success is that the game's evolved a lot over time, right? Like, you spoke a little bit to the difficulties that Destiny faced in year one. A lot of those were voiced by the community and addressed in future DLCs or, uh, you know, the Taken King, which has changed what the game fundamentally is now over the years. So that's another reason that the community has really taken to this game is like it's kind of fostered this idea and this ongoing relationship between the consumers and the developers where it's like in a way it's kind of symbiotic right
1: yeah bungie's always been pretty good with that i mean again they're a very closed private developer so to speak but they have always had a very strong community that did feel like you know you're listening to us at some point you know um they're just a little slow with it sometimes but uh, we know they're listening. So, <laughs> uh,
0: one, one uh, amazing thing that happened with Destiny after it launched was people built careers off of this product. Uh, yeah. Dado, um, Planet Destiny. There's these huge communities that literally just cover Destiny now. That's yeah. that's all they do that's all how the big time. It is. Um, and, and that was really really surprising for me. Um, to, to give you an idea of how big the game is, like literally like 20 people. That's all they do. Cathalian. Yeah. Broman. You know, um, Alfredo
2: Diaz. Alfredo, although he plays more, he plays games than well, China. well,
0: that was his foundation, yeah, though, right? Totally. It was, totally. it was Destiny and the
1: Destiny community and the people backing, backing those people. That you know, <clears throat> it didn't surprise me as much. I mean, mm-hmm. I had maybe forgotten about it because there hasn't been that many new franchise launches that were that big. But like, yeah. meaning people form their careers out of Call of Duty, you know, just playing. That's playing probably. at a professional
0: level, though. This is a game that you could yeah. be terrible at. Start a, start a Twitch thing right, or, but... or YouTube thing and then be able to speak about it and learn about it and present those facts and start something.
1: It's true. I mean, it, it's easy to forget is all I'm saying, but Minecraft and there's these big communities where you form an entire career off of just that one game. Yeah. But again, we sort of hadn't seen it with like, you know, it's not like Halo fostered quite that type of community. Halo
0: was we, the machinima community, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, it was more machinima. Yeah. That's
1: that's true, mm-hmm. actually. Red
0: um, versus blue. But
1: for just yeah. like playing the game, reviewing the guns, et cetera, mm-hmm. it brought all that to the table. Um, so yeah, it, it just had all the right stuff in place. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is... Uh, I always talk about it with uh, the video guy, CJ Gibson. You know, because we we keep wondering why we keep playing it. You know, there's not much to yeah. do, but there's a little piece of magic in there that that Bungie's able to create. It's
0: a camaraderie um, too. It's a great way to hang out with your friends and
1: accomplish something in a game.
2: Yeah, I brought yeah. it up during our live fire team, uh, live live fire team chat event. episode mm-hmm. event. But like, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. That House event. party. Yeah. House party. That's yeah. what it was. Uh, but like one of the great things that I think a lot of games miss out on that Bungie's done a really good job creating with Destiny is this idea of just like the sherpa community, right? Like mm-hmm. which is what it's it it's not it's cooperative as opposed to competitive. Mm-hmm. Which is that like when you, you know, in in typical MMORPGs like when I was in World of Warcraft, like I there was a time when I was the top rated mage on my server. I was so far ahead of everyone else in my DPS that I stopped playing for like 8 months cuz I got a girlfriend. <laughs> and uh I was still, like, when I came back eight months later, I was still far ahead of everyone else. Mm-hmm. But, like, during that time, all I would do is look down with imperiousness, like, on everyone else, like, I'm look just at so, these yeah, look at all these guys, like, I'm so much better, I'm a god amongst them. But <laughs> when you're like that in Destiny, like, instead of looking down with disdain on everyone else, you kind of feel compelled to help them, because you remember the time when you were at that point. Yeah. And there are people out there, like, Alfredo did it for a really long time, where he'd Carry his subs through the raid so that mm-hmm. they can get through uh, and see the type of content that maybe other people didn't get to, and I think it, that type of thing is really, really cool and positive for the community, and, and it special. brings people back. Yeah,
0: it's a special thing, not a lot of other games do, um, because it gives not the person that's hit that high level, um, it gives them another way to experience the product. Totally, you know, and they can feel good for doing something nice for for the yeah, community well, or for your Yeah, a sense of friends.
2: accomplishment by uh, through another means as mm-hmm. opposed to just achieving for your own characters right definitely. now you've helped De- someone else achieve their mm-hmm. characters and that's another very positive thing the
0: friendship base you built with this product is why i think it was so successful totally you know definitely. there are people
2: who say that they you know they've met friends via <laughs> playing destiny and mm-hmm. still are friends even if they yeah. don't play destiny or now play other games together as well and i think that's mm-hmm. super yeah. cool yeah and you again
1: you have that in other communities but there was something about this one that was just really strong and i i experience that you yeah. know i started telling people like add me on playstation the next thing i you know they did the next mm-hmm. thing they're like yo i'll take you to the lighthouse anytime and yeah. i'm like i'm getting in there <laughs> and uh, i have you know this group um call ourselves the one and done team
2: uh, yeah yeah you guys but, have, do you guys have shirts have you made no, shirts we should
1: we should because just meaning like by and large at this point you know the raid's like piece mm-hmm. of cake and it was you know just with the right group of people yeah that were all really good but um but all the, the bragging aside I, I've never actually experienced that in a game even having played way back to even games like Ultima Online way back in the day there was community stuff Starcraft community stuff but this bringing six people together for really ornate you know raid type stuff or mm-hmm. even just playing something like trials which demands like a an actual relationship mm-hmm. like you, you really like, you can only play trials with certain amounts of people some people are like just deplorable experiences like they may be really good or whatever but you're like I Like, i are not not even here. You're not listening to me or whatever. So it is a true relationship, but but my point is I've never had a game like this where I've developed so many friends. I probably, I would say, have met digitally, you know, and I don't know what any of them look like. At least about 20 people that I would consider a friend, you know, because I see them all the time in the game and I talk to them, which is a really interesting experience. It's awesome. Um, moving
0: on, let's talk about some of our favorite memories playing Destiny. Uh, I definitely have a few off the top of my head, but I'll let you guys start. Fran, do you have one that you can
1: think yeah, of? Yeah, we've done this segment before, but there's mm-hmm. so many great memories, you know? Um, but for me, it, it is, it's hard to beat. Has it changed? <clears throat> no. It's hard <laughs> to beat year one, hard raid, mm-hmm. like, probably because the grind was so tough then, so hard uh, mode in Vault and i uh, went in there with a group of folks that had done mm-hmm. a bunch of times and the truth is like i just at that point because the grind was so hard i just could not get the team together with mm-hmm. my my group of friends i was playing at the time so i kind of had to be carried through it but when i got vex and the helmet the first time i played through and it was like 2:30 a.m. and we tried a number of times like i literally i don't do this you know and in, in I'm just not that excitable of person unless I'm yelling on a show like this. Mm-hmm. But I literally, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I got it, you know. Like I was like 2:30 at night, and you know, <laughs> yeah. like I had an actual physical reaction because uh-huh. they'd beaten me down so far that I was never gonna get this stuff. And then I got amazing drops, absolutely one of my favorite memories. Um, just feeling that level of excitement. Yeah, um, in a game I'd already been playing for like 100 hours at that point. So
2: yeah, well, you, Sean. Uh, I've told it before, but like my all-time favorite memory is watching Brian Malkowitz try and do the jump puzzle for the first time in, uh, in vault of glass. Oh yeah, yeah like we brought him. In, you know, I'd been playing for a while. Like at that point, and I'd gone through a few times with my team, so it was pretty easy for me. And I'd done the raid like on you know both easy or normal and hard a few times. But then we brought Brian in, who I'd convinced to get back into the game because this is when it was becoming really cool. And we watched him for half an hour. Like, he couldn't do it. And eventually, we had to, like, swap out someone's characters to a different character so that he could show him how to jump with that character, oh like my a warlock. And it was so funny. And the like,
0: warlock's, like, so easy, too.
2: Supposedly, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't have a warlock. I don't know. It but is. But... <laughs> uh, just all, all like me and the other four people sitting there, mm-hmm. just on the edge, just watching him fail over and over again.
0: Every time he dies, drink. Yeah, and it was <laughs>
2: so funny. Like it was like I give him, I give him crap about it all the time because mm-hmm. Brian's actually a really great player. But everyone has trouble the first time on oh, yeah. that jump puzzle. Was he a hunter though? Uh, no, warlock. Oh, he was warlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That. So I mean, that's probably my all-time favorite. But then I think my, you know, my second favorite has to be after like two thousand hours getting Galahorn. Like I had gotten. Fifteen yeah, dragons like breath or something. Hours. It was something like that. Like a no, thousand, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Okay. It was a lot. But still. Yeah, like I had said it before, but I think Alfredo got like seven or eight Galahorns yeah. before I got my first Gallahorn. I felt mm-hmm. like I would never. I felt like I was never going to get it. What and, month did you get it? In? Do you oh, remember? Oh, I can't remember. Okay. It was
1: like spring, summer. Like, do you remember that at all? It was like
2: a month or a month and a half before they nerfed Galahorn. The Wolf background Yeah, exactly. So that yeah. I mean, that
1: was. Um, Oh, before they nerfed. Remember how oh, they wow. nerfed Gjallarhorn? That was pretty late,
2: man. Yeah, no, yeah. it's like right, yeah, it was right before. But not before... as
1: bad as some. Some people only got it, you know, from, well, Xur, but yeah. I, I knew one person, I think, who got it just Zer before sold that, it, like, like yeah. right before August. they nerfed it, right? Yeah.
2: Like, the week mm-hmm. before they nerfed yep. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the that full week...
1: nerf of taking King, you mean, but there was the Wolfpack rounds, they decreased mm-hmm. the damage. That was during um, Dark Below, I think, actually.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, see, that's the thing, is like, I no. can't.
1: It was during. It was, Prison of Elders. Yeah.
2: Okay. I think yeah. it was Prison of Elders. Like but we in were any playing, event. Yeah.
0: So Prison of Elders had been released when that when that nerf okay. happened. So, so yeah, it was I like got, May or June
1: of last year. I so got
2: Gallahorn. I thought it, I was I was so ecstatic, but like it was it was that in combination with the fact that the game had been always teasing me with an exotic, but yeah. it was mm. always Dragon's Breath, and that <laughs> was when Dragon's Breath was terrible. Like, it's yeah. still un- not great. <laughs> it's still not great, but it's, it's like, it has some now. application, right? Mm-hmm. Like, now with the Napalm round, like, you can kind of, you can put damage on things that are behind cover, which is pretty cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But like, before it had no tracking, so I remember getting Dragon's Breath and being like, whoa, it has like a mouth and a shark, you <laughs> know, this looks so cool, and I went into like, uh, I went to Prison of Elders and I tried to use it on the boss and I like shot it and then the boss just like it took one It has very low velocity yeah, yeah, so it took warped. forever to get over there And yeah. then he just it's like, like he just like no he didn't, even, he didn't even warp he just stepped to the side and flew right <laughs> by me I was like this is the worst gun in the game I was so disappointed and then I got like ten more of them after that and I just was so angry at the game when I finally got it when I finally mm-hmm. got Galahorn yeah. it was like I was so happy. how yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah,
1: I was gonna say a dragon's breath just dropped way too much back in the day, so yeah. they fixed that yeah, For not me. only
2: did it drop too much, but it was also really it wasn't a really gun mm-hmm.
1: the worst exhaust looked cool though
2: it yeah. did. For or me, for does. me,
0: getting Galahorn, you know, you'll always have that memory. Yeah. I lost my mind. I started shouting, and I was like, oh, my <laughs> God, I got it, you know. Uh, and then uh, Hawkmoon later because, like, it was the last exotic I needed, and, like, I just never got it for well, whatever you reason.
1: You went on a mathematical live stream quest, right? Yeah, you calculated. I'm like, we're going to run
0: through this raid on normal and then on hard and then normal and then hard on each character. And uh, I probably went for, like, three hours of just running raids until – I got it on like my second dark below run. I think it was on normal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But the point is, you had counted all the places you knew you could get an exotic yeah. drop. Yeah. And you said I am just going to go through every one of them all three characters and like yeah. it was a good method. You uh-huh. did it. You pulled it off yeah. um, because you mac like there was something like 20 some chances that you figured out I think. The so, Nightfall. It was a lot. It was a the lot. The Gorgon Chess, <laughs> Oh yeah. Soda, so three Nightfalls. Blah, blah, blah. yeah.
0: Three Gorgon Chess, on normal. Crota, yeah. hard, and
1: yeah. normal, both Atheon chance,
0: on right? hard, every time yeah. you have a vault. chance to get it there, on vault, yeah. So I figured out all these yeah. ways that you had a chance at an exotic drop. That is crazy. And uh, I ended up getting it uh, yeah. that time. that was
1: exciting. Yeah. So you actually have that clip on your uh, YouTube channel, right, Yeah, like that's yeah. The channel?
0: Yeah, so yeah. that that one's up over there. Also, uh, I never, I
2: wish I could have experienced Hawkmoon in its heyday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. On IGN, uh, Flawless Raider. Destin gets flawless Raider. Oh, really? Yeah, that that was pretty fun. You, you know? did that? I did that. I tried
2: to do a yeah. I, did, I did a live stream where we tried to do Flawless Raider. We couldn't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We failed a bunch of times, like just because of stupidity reasons. You did like, Dark Below, right? Yeah, we did Dark Below. Yeah. Um and like what's funny is i done I'd never I don't think I've ever done Kuroda's Zen where you didn't cheese it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like I just came in late, right? Like so Which with people didn't. All of the cheeses, okay. like skipping the bridge, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, but uh, I remember we got so far, like on our very last temp, we were running out of time on the stream, and the only person who hadn't messed up before was Alfredo, and <laughs> he was also the only person who had any sense of how to carry yeah. the sword. Yeah. And then he oh, died man. on the sword.
1: Is it because crota got up early or did like, you live by the sword? No,
2: I mean, it's. we have the stream archive, so awesome. we could look back for video mm-hmm. evidence, but I'm pretty sure it was <laughs> just like we all, we noobed it up yeah. and then yeah. Alfredo died. That's about, yeah.
1: like, you grind so much and eventually you're like, oh man, like you lose your motor function. We were so close, function. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun times. So, yeah. yeah, we only have a little more time left. We might. Uh, yeah,
0: let's talk about uh, The Division. The Division is yeah. next week. Yep. Um, it's, <clears> a, it's a big release for us. We're actually going to be piloting a show. I'll, mm-hmm. be, I'll be hosting it. We're going to do five episodes of an IGN Division show. Uh, a lot of correlations with Destiny. And uh, my question here is, how do we think The Division's release is going to impact Destiny? I think it's going to have a pretty big impact. Everybody is looking at Division to be their next Destiny-esque game, but does it have the same hooks that Destiny had? What do you guys think?
2: I mean, just instinctually and based on only having played it for like 10 or 15 hours, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it doesn't have the same hook because that hook is like how good the gameplay is. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I one, like, I'm predisposed to not really like third-person shooters because I just don't, I don't know, first-person shooters are better. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not uh, just saying, like, in I mean, that's your a opinion, big statement, Sean, that's all. And awesome. Sean's opinion. But I get, it's
1: your opinion, yeah, you're entitled
2: to What it. is the best third-person shooter ever Uncharted. for you?
1: I was about to say, about to say Uncharted, but okay. I don't consider would it like a detailed shooter. Would, Gears of War.
2: I would love to talk with anyone about mm-hmm. how Halo or any Counter-Strike or any other first-person shooter mm-hmm. is like, a country mile better than Gears of War in its gameplay and feel. Like different, they're different products. Yeah, different yeah products. but that's Very my point. Is products. like first-person shooters are better than third-person yeah. third shooters. I wasn't mm-hmm. saying
1: one was better than the other. It yeah. was just the way you said it. It was quantifiable okay. for you. Okay, so.
2: let's put an opinion on it because like an opinion, mm-hmm. colon, this is a Sean Finnegan opinion for sure. <laughs> but yeah. like I played Gears a lot and mm-hmm. I thought it was good, but not that good. Not as good feeling or as fast or as like precise as any other sort of like even mid tier first person shooter, so I don't really like how the division feels and plays. That said, there's a lot of really cool RPG elements that are much deeper than in Destiny. That's mm-hmm. the part that yeah. I'm really interested in. Is like yeah. one glance at all of the different like it's the mods, yeah, yeah. all yeah. of the mods and the upgrades mm-hmm. and your tech, your tech and your uh, your your talent trees essentially. Yeah. That stuff is stuff that I wish was in Destiny because mm-hmm. it makes the RPG elements deeper. That's the stuff that really really interests me, but. For me, again, the big hook of any shooter is how does the shooting feel and how does the mm-hmm. movement feel. And just on the you know the ten or so hours I played, I wasn't quite invested in as wish as much as I wish I was. That said, I think a lot of people are like yeah. I think it's going to really impact, especially now that it's coming at a time where Destiny's not doing much. Mm-hmm. Like I think a lot of people are going to jump over to that game and at least give it a shot. And hope and you know I, I think the hope for Yubi is that they give it a shot, they like it. And then they never go back.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think it, uh, it might fracture the community. I think a lot of people are going to jump over to Division for at least one month. Mm-hmm. Like um, <clears> just <throat> seeing what happened with Destiny, people tear through content, you know. And I wonder if is Division going to have those unicorn type weapons that you you like rarely get, like Galahorn. Yeah, yeah. And if they don't, that that was the hook. The gear and the weapons, you know, of Destiny vanilla was the the big hook for that product, and. I don't know that the Division has that. So I think yeah. people are going to like, they're going to go through, they're going to hit 30, and then they're going to wait for those season pass items in Division. And I think, you know, for a month, we're going to hear a lot about Division, and we'll see what happens after that. I'm going to be really interested to watch the life cycle of that product.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's, like like I said, I'm really interested in the game because I think it does a lot of really cool things mm-hmm. with... The RPG mechanics specifically. And then it does the, you know, it's integrating it into a third person shooter. It's a more contemporary setting. Like, you were playing, I think, and uh, Mike Aransky, one of our producers, walked by and just looked over your shoulder and guessed the location because he'd lived in New York. He was like, it's Seventh and Mm -hmm. Broadway or whatever. And it turns out that's exactly where you were. Like, they've done a great job recreating New York City Mm -hmm. on a scale that's explorable but also still feels real big, which is so cool, Mm -hmm. man. Uh, But I'm also a little hesitant because, like, in my experience, Ubisoft doesn't have as good a pedigree in terms of online multiplayer. Uh, this is
0: one of their first big ones. Exactly. And they had six million something people in the beta. Yeah. Like and they l- broke records.
2: And look at, you know, yeah. just look at what happened with Rainbow Six Siege. Like mm-hmm. when it released, like there was an entire month there where basically it was unplayable for people online. Like those kind of issues worry me for a game like this, because it has to launch perfectly, because this is your one opportunity to lure people away from Destiny, yeah. and I'm just a little hesitant about whether or not it'll actually get yeah. there. Well,
1: let them worry about that. Uh, but no, I know what you mean. Um, no, but I mean, you gotta no, worry right. about it too,
2: right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you spend $60 on it, and it doesn't work, like, well, of yeah, course yeah, I'm of worried. Of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <okay. laughs> like, that if that's suck. what you're talking
1: about, then yes, you got. Mm-hmm. it is very true, you gotta be super careful with that. Um, yeah, for me, actually, what's interesting, it's clearly modeled after Destiny. They have a ton of <clears throat> marketing data. They have fan feedback. They know all the stuff they need to do to do what you're talking about, you mm-hmm. know, Destin. But it is a different type of game, and I, I do agree. We I, I haven't seen these unicorn weapons, and then incursions or raids, right? Right. Uh, is that what they're called? I think they're called no, the incursions. they're no. not raids. What are the raid? What's a raid? There isn't a raid. Well, but the incursions I had understood were like, okay, they're a weekly strike then, or what? It's sort of strikes. Okay, yeah, fine. strike level or nightfall level. So, so,
0: but that's no what... raid though yet. There was rumors about it. But, okay,
1: yeah. Oh, so maybe they're withholding that piece. Mm-hmm. But in any event, um, it's about. Uh, my, I guess my first point was that they do have the model, right? They mm-hmm. got yellow high-end weapons. Yeah, they got uh, purple. the purples are specialized or what are they? It's purple
0: weapons. Like, they're the really they're literally ones. called
1: high-end and, and like specialized gold. or something. Yeah. yeah. They got they they do have names. Uh-huh. But in any event, uh they've got all of that, right? And I wanted, you know, the exotic weapons and I wanted the purple weapons. So they've got that going for it. But like the payoff you're at, I haven't seen like just this amazing high-tech weapon that does something really unique and cool. It's kinda like DPS and ability to mod it. Mm-hmm. That's where we might see a very big difference. Like you're saying, like, you know, you can oh, I can use this really cool mod on that weapon, and that's you know, you see these type of games. They're going for um, quantity of things. Destiny. There's there's a lot of guns, but at the top, it's a very small set. But this game is going to be all about the mods. I'm excited to paint mm-hmm. my guns and stuff, though. And so, like, I'm sure there will be very unique things there. So I, I think they've got something going there. All the little stuff, like when you hear, like, oh, that mod, that barrel. Like, imagine you could actually get a barrel drop that you apply to your Pulse Rifle in Destiny, mm. right? They've got that going for it. Um, so I like that. But, like, you see it in any first-time developer, well, with a game this big anyway, they are going to have to learn. You know, They're going to have to yeah, learn what has, people want. Has
2: you be done... Like, what has UB done well, on this scale? Well, I mean, Nothing. Rainbow Six. Nothing. But
0: Rainbow Six is No, not on general. this scale. This is not a massively no, multiplayer never, a thing. They've never done, been, it. done it.
2: No. That's the other thing is, yeah. like, is it considered by MMO standards and MMO? Like, is it one server, 20,000 people on it's it? It's a
0: share world shooter. Okay. No, I mean, but yeah. But parts of it are instances. You, right? you You run around and you run into other people just like you do in Destiny. It's the same yeah, sort of no, model. But, right. but yeah. you
1: can shoot each other mm-hmm. in the dark. That in the, the Dark, dark zone, zone. zone has something that Destiny doesn't. Yeah, I can't just go to Earth, run into people, shoot them, and get in a fight. But at um, the same it's time. It's legitimately a massively mm-hmm. multiplayer PvP zone. Yeah. But at the same time, they also have Destiny
0: as something it doesn't. They just have multiplayer areas where it's pre-made matches. You can just go in and fight like any other shooter. Yeah. Division doesn't really have anything like that. Mm-hmm. You got to go to the Dark Zone. You kind of fight people in your your level, and then you extract them. They don't just have like let's do TDM team True. Deathmatch. You know they don't have anything yeah. quite and, like
1: that. And yet. I think that's why a ton of the fans like you, Sean, and others they're yeah. like, nah, I'm not interested. You know they like Call of like both. Halo. Yeah. yeah. Um, so but it's interesting. I, you know the Dark Zone is. It was a crazy, scary place. Yeah. Um, we put up a clip of. It wasn't like the most amazing thing in the world, but it kind of was awesome. This guy got, you know, a level key. eight
0: geared to the geared out. Yeah, he was all good Gets to go. Get surrounded and then, by three noobs.
1: Yeah, oh, who think yeah. they're tough? Yeah, they're yeah. just kids, by the way. Yeah. you know, we call them whatever. Squeakers. I mm-hmm. uh, hear in uh, Spain they call them. Uh, yeah, what is it? Niños ratas? Rat kids?
2: <laughs> it's a thing.
1: Totally. It's a thing. i learned this through yeah. this process. That's but anyway, so funny. they like surround him, and, and you see our subtitles on it. It's called like um, Lone Player Gets Wrecked in the Dark Zone. You yeah. can. You can no, no, no.
0: Lone Player Wrecks Three Oh, yeah, sorry. Wrecks three, uh, three Bullies yeah. in the Dark yeah. Zone.
1: But anyway, so he gets surrounded, and the best part, when he's just like, go on, you. shoot me.
2: Yeah. It's this
1: guy, Fusion, by the way, and thank you for sending in that clip. But he gets surrounded, tells him to shoot him, and there's the the um when you can hear each other when you're nearby uh, mm-hmm. proximity chat mm-hmm. but anyway he just calls them out like freaking John Wayne and they yeah. like should we shoot him should we shoot him and they open fire he destroys them one guy's gun goes to reload he's like my gun went kaput and he puts yeah. them all down um, <laughs> and but, then he just lets them bleed yeah, out but it is a cool experience in the dark zone so i have been alone running to go to my group and a group of 3 are running past and i'm like whoa I doubt yeah, hide I hide hide you got yeah. to it's a really yeah. cool experience so yeah. um it's there's something unique to it um and it's modeled after destiny so mm-hmm. i think on those you know accounts well we got to see how much depth it has here here's there.
0: my final thought on that uh the division seems good but destiny's success for us and just in general for me is mind-boggling for a year like, we just covered Destiny, yeah. and people just love reading about Destiny, or they love giving us a hard time about Destiny. But the community is still like, strong. it's still like every video we put out there, tons of views. Yeah. You know, and it's just like people wanted to see that content for so long. It's kind of like tapered down a little bit mm-hmm. now.
1: But we're just waiting for the next drop. But we're you know?
0: waiting for the next yeah. drop, and then people are going to watch, you yeah. know? It and has,
1: yeah, it's a strong community. It's,
0: it's crazy how much legs Destiny has. I've never worked on a product that's that's been like this big of a part of
1: my workflow. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, short of like World of Warcraft, Minecraft, Diablo type games, it just well,
0: I didn't, I wasn't here for World of Warcraft. That was
1: two thousand something. Yeah,
2: you know. Game well, released originally. in 2004 yeah. but yeah, yeah i mean yeah it's been around it's still around
0: it's still around but yeah for me
1: uh still out like Destiny. what is it
2: seven million
1: it's a lot users it's but, huge. It, but that's the thing it's a yeah. console experience you know it hadn't really been mm-hmm. done to this level before that's what yeah. they really tapped into.
2: i don't think this. it ever been done on console yeah. like that yeah no before. not not like that's Destiny. what they nailed yeah.
1: um and that's what division is chasing after and by the way it's super smart um yeah so they're gun you can see the fervor the, the six-plus million people wanted to try it, mm-hmm. so it's going to have a strong community. Totally. The question is depth. You're right, Destin. Yep. Can they get it right? Can they fix whatever's broken in the beginning? Because it will be. I mean, that's part of the process. Um, but, man, it's going to be important that they they iterate quickly. But they say they're ready. They say they've got a yeah. well, So that's the other
2: thing is, like, UB does actually have, like— Yubi's a, a huge map. company, right? Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. have the ability to do what I don't think Bungie does, which is regular big content drops if they need to keep people engaged, because they just have so many people there. I, Bungie's been
0: doing that though.
1: Yeah, regular it, big content I drops. Mean, they've faltered this year, but this is the first time they've no, faltered. They've Activision's dedicated a ton of resources, multiple studios to destiny. I mean, Massive is working on division, really. Mm-hmm. They're just a lone studio as well. Mm-hmm. Arguably smaller than Bungie, probably yeah. like you know, it's like when you hear there's two hundred QA people just at Bungie or
2: whatever. Yeah. But what so, I mean is like because of the UBs like size, like if the division is a big hit, mm-hmm. then they can immediately course correct and like dedicate even more resources than I think the, just one of Bungie's studio, or like just all of Bungie is the size of one of the, yeah. like how many, 11 studios that make up Ubisoft? Yeah, mm-hmm. but
1: you're assuming that they can drop Far Cry next and Assassin's next and help them. Like it doesn't, no I mean, Assassin's it's a good this year,
0: No Assassin's yeah. Creed this year. I will say though, so yeah. you're
1: right, they do we they focus more on uh, in their internal engines and processes. I do agree that they kind of have a little more of a group support. It's not like Activision is like one big developer, mm-hmm. and Ubi does have that going for them. So. <clears throat> guys, we're going to stop
0: there. You guys want to hear more about Division, we are launching a... Div- Division show—it's going to be coming out early next week, right before launch of the division. So keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you both for joining us to talk about Destiny. Thank you. Thank you, community, for joining us yet again and supporting the show. Uh, we're on like almost on episode sixty. Nah, this might crazy. be this is episode fifty-nine yeah. or sixty. Yeah, yeah. Right now, wow, that's that's crazy to think about. Leave us a review yep. if you like the show on iTunes. That helps us out and uh, helps the show continue to thrive. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, get on
1: those apps. In fact, just stop the show now. Go install the app. I'll be happy. See, that's what you're cut, <laughs> cut, cut me off and go install the app if you yeah. don't have it. It's good. It's good. We, um, we just want to get you in there because it's a better experience than, like, whatever, m.ign.com if yeah. you're using that. Or even on your PlayStation, you know, like, the PS4 app is pretty sweet. So yeah. check it out. Well, guys, thank you so
0: much. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out.
2: out.